This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Kaylee, while I don't and do like to say we were right, there were some very, very important things that we were right about. Um, but it's also important that the Bolts pulled off that W. They ended up winning 4-3, to three, a very narrow win there once Kaylee and I get into this game. But that's yes. three wins in a row for this team, and that bumps them up to 6-4, and four, right? That'll be six and four. And now, um, you know, because it's that in division, um, that, that I, I don't know if it exactly bumps them up in the standings, but that's what we have good old Google for. They're still third with 12 points, but they are tied with the Sabres at 12 points. The Bruins leading the Atlantic with 18 points as of this morning. Mm-hmm. So, it is a really good sign because they're now technically tied for second place in, um, in the division, you know, as far as points are are concerned, Mm -hmm. um, with, with that six and four record. Um, so it really is very, very good to see this team be able to get the win. Um, there's a few overarching things, Casey, that I look at whenever I look at this, this game, this Mm -hmm. win, the way that the lightning were able to do it. Was it pretty? I don't think I would describe it as pretty. It was it was kind of more of like a dirty, gutsy, um, grinded out. Like they pulled themselves and got the win. Mm-hmm. Very glad that they got the win. But it's one of the ways that this team can win. They don't. It's not always a pretty win. Right. This team has different ways that they can win. So that was good to see. It was good to see that, like, okay, they won in a different way. They won without Victor Hedman. Mm -hmm. Uh, when frankly defense really is not their strongest suit right now they're not um as defensive minded and defensively sound as they want to be as they need to be um I wouldn't I I wouldn't say as they should be yet because I think that there's still a figuring it out process I think they're still young and and have that opportunity to be able to figure it out but the fact that they were able to pull it off and the one of the last things I'll say, again, overarching, and then we'll get definitely down into the nitty-gritty details of this, but they won going one for eight. One for eight on the power play. And I again, I mean, I think that that is a big deal um, because that's not great. Like they, they should have gotten, especially working on it in practice and morning skate, mm-hmm. uh, which they did spend a lot of time focusing on the power play at practice at morning skate. The fact that they only went one for eight in Casey, we talked about it previously. We knew that this Senator's team takes a lot of penalties and there's yep. going to be a really, really huge opportunity for this power play to really get things going. So mm-hmm. to be one for eight, that's not good enough, not by any stretch of the imagination, but they still pulled out the win. So even with those like over, even without Victor Hedman, without the defense playing super great, you know, um, they had Ottawa um, that eight giveaways, mm-hmm. six give, you know, take takeaways. Um, Ottawa had 15 takeaways. So they, they took the puck away from the lightning 15 times. Yep. That's, a, that's, a lot on the defense I and mean, it's a, it's a little bit of the communication back and forth, mm-hmm. but the lightning were still able to pull out this win. So again, that's just, 
um, some overarching things. We're definitely going to get into the nitty gritty details of the win. But even though it was not a glamorous or <laughs> um, great performance by this lightning team, they gutted out that win um, and, and got the two points in regulation, which is a yeah. really big deal considering all those factors. Absolutely. Gutted out is probably the best way to describe that. I know that every Bolts fan in the arena last night was working on breath work, if you will. Yeah. You're holding your breath and then you're taking that big sigh of relief just to hold your breath again. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, perfect points there, Kaylee. So, for instance, you and I did talk about the fact that this team was going to come in, rack up penalty minutes, be very mm -hmm. physical, kind of fluster them and try to push them out of their game, which is exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. um, Ottawa had 26 minutes in the penalty mm -hmm. box, Jeez. which is just insane. And as you mentioned, they were only able to convert one of the eight power play opportunities that they had. And it was interesting because every player last night that we got a chance to talk to said that that was just a strange game. They would mm -hmm. shake their head and they couldn't even like, at one point, Sergachev said, I don't want to call it bizarre quite yet, but just strange. Nobody could really describe what they just went through. Yeah. Um, but of course, getting the win, getting the points, that's the most important part. Stammer did also say that he feels like there was almost too many power plays last night um, and that they need Hard a man up on the power rhythm. play. Yeah, it is. And even if you're even if you're hot, you don't want to rely on your special teams that much. You don't want to have them that involved in the game. And so the key thing there is, you know, Coach Cooper, as well as Stammer and Braden Point all mentioned last night, you know, they were. They liked their five on five. Their five on five has increasingly gotten better game by game, more consistent, if you will. Yeah. It may have not taken that next step, but it's been consistent. And it was a huge issue in the beginning of this season. So for it to be a strange game and then to have success for the most part, when it comes to five on five, I think that that, you know, it's, it's a bonus. It's something to look forward to um, heading into this game. We did also talk about the fact that um, their goalie, Ottawa's goalie, was coming off of a 53-save game. So he was going to have to be worn down. And while he wasn't making all of these epic, you know, shutdowns, um, because the Lightning led in goals period by period by period. Guys, by the end of this game, Ottawa only had 15 shots on goal. And so even in the second period, the Lightning were at, I think, like 27 shots to Ottawa's nine. They outplayed them when it comes to shots on goal. So, yeah, part of that is going to play into Forsberg and the goal there, shutting things down and having to be worn out. Um, Forechecking wasn't as strong as it needed to be. And then you said something very important, Kaylee, when it comes to the defense, even though they're still trying to find their footing. It was the take. It was the giveaways. Um, and Ottawa's 15 takeaways. Well, a lot of those takeaways for Ottawa was in the Bolts D zone. Yep. There was a lot of a lot of puck management issues in the D zone last night for the Bolts. And that's where they capitalized. And speaking of capitalized, that's where the first goal or the opening of the scoring came about. It was Gambrell that went in there, took an opportunity of missed, mismanagement of the puck got himself a takeaway and went straight in for the goal against the bolts there and opened up the score and got Ottawa up one Oh, and we know that this is a team that doesn't like to chase the game. So early on they were forced to chase the game and then it would be tie chase tie chase. And then moving forward from there. So just to keep in mind, 
uh, Lightning fans, it's not great for a team to come in and rack up 26 penalty minutes, one conversion on the power play, and yet have 15 takeaways from your team um, and 32 hits even across the board. So both teams had 32 hits. So it was a very physical game. Early on, you saw Pat Maroon drop the gloves and get into it with Austin Watson. Um, and at that play, I, I don't know if that really played into his time on ice, but I think as a whole, like for the entire night, uh, Patty only had maybe seven minutes on the ice. Um, so I think that Coach Cooper was trying to strategize a way to not have these guys get so involved in the physical element that the Senators were going to bring into the game. Because you saw some some change up in, in the shifts there, and Coach Cooper after the game even mentioned that he didn't want the guys being selfish with shifts, that it took maturity to kind of know when to go in, when to come out, um, and just keep rotating from there. So I wonder if he started to pick up on, you know, who was feeding into the physicality, who was kind of getting worked up in those senses and um, removing them from certain shifts or eliminating their time on ice, knowing that certain players were going to be on the ice that were causing issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that it's one of those things where you where you do you have to be careful. You have to be mindful of how things are going. Um, you also have to be mindful of like who's playing hot. Um, so you're right. Pat Maroon only got four minutes um, oh. of ice time total last mm-hmm. night, um, and he had five minutes in the penalty box. So. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's it's just kind of figuring out how things are going. Um, but, you know, his line mate, Corey Perry, had 13 minutes on the ice. And so um, John Cooper just shifting things ever so slightly around. Um, probably a big reason that Maroon only had the, those four-ish minutes is because he did spend five minutes in the penalty box. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, his, his his line was out there. Um, but it's just one of those things, Casey, where this, this team has to, yeah, they, they have to get certain things together. So this was a, this was a gutsy win. They were able to grind it out. Um, and that's a, and they walked away with two points. John Cooper always talks about like, you know, were we the better team tonight? Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if, if he can look at his guys in the face and say, yeah, 100% we were the better team tonight. Um, I think that there there were things that they did wrong and that they can work on. Um, but, you know, after that first period goal from the Senators, the Lightning held off the Senators for the rest of the time. One thing I do want to mention, because you you mentioned, Casey, 15 shots on goal, and a lot of people will say, well, how did Andre Vasilevsky let up three goals with only 15 total shots on goal? Mm-hmm. Andre does better whenever he has more, whenever he's in the game more. Yes. Um, so the fact that he only had three shots the entire first period, he's not really in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that takes away his feel sometimes. Like he's spoken about this in the past. Um, specifically, I, I think during the 2020 season, he kind of spoke about this a little mm-hmm. bit more so where he was saying that, you know, whenever he gets less than 20 shots on goal in a game, that it's hard, it, that it can be harder for him. Mm-hmm. to get into a rhythm and to, and, and it, it's just weird. You feel disconnected from the game. Um, so 
<clears throat> it's hard for him to get into in, into a solid rhythm. He had the Senators three shots in the first period. Vassy saw five shots on goal in the second period and seven in the third period. Um, and so it's just not it, – it just – the entire flow, and which is probably why the guys said that it was a strange game because there just wasn't very good flow. I mean, you have right. 11 total power plays through the course of the game um, between both teams. Mm-hmm. So you're not really getting into, like, good zones of, like, five-on-five action and really good spacing that out. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that they didn't have that many shots, but they had the goals that came through, that's weird. There's just a lot of things that were really legitimately weird about the game last night. Like, it's very true that mm-hmm. they were – it was just weird. Um, but something that the Lightning did really well was the fact that they were able to come out and respond and um, – in the second period, it was Mikhail Sergachev, um, Steven Samkos, Nikita Kucherov on the assist there that tied that up. Um, and that was the 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 lone power play goal for this Lightning team um, in that second uh, period. And then we got to see uh, – it was probably one of those things where you love it and you hate it. You know, you're happy for the guy, but you're – but know. you know that he's not on your team anymore. But then Matthew Joseph comes in. He gets a goal, and um, it's a shorthanded goal too. Um, on five so, on three of all things to add to Strange. Yeah. So he gets a shorthanded goal um, and – is able to get down, put it up on Vassy, and Matthew Joseph scores, um, putting the Senators up to one. And that's how the second period ends. Of course, mm-hmm. Alex Kalorn, who, gosh, is he getting hot? Yep. Um, comes in. And it, it, that goes back to what Alex Kalorn said yesterday, Casey. He said, if you're playing the game the right way, the goals will come. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Alex Kalorn is playing the game the right way, folks, because this is now his third, third goal of the season. But he's also had now three games where he's had multi points, multi point games. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's that's really, really fantastic to see from Alex Kalorn. Just the fact that he's he's getting a little bit hotter. Um, so he comes in. Ties the game up, but gosh, Casey, 40 seconds later, yep. they come out and another turnover. Yep. Turnover and it goes back and forth. So this whole, it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally it's like the lightning, you know, the top line really kind of hones it in and they're like, we're going to finish this thing off. <laughs> and so of course it's Braden Point. Kita Kucherov with those final two goals to really seal the deal to tie the game and then win uh, the game-winning goal is Nikita Kucherov. So this is his second game-winning goal, which is pretty late in the game of the season. And remember the other day, uh, Pucks and Bolts fans, I was saying, I bet you if you look at the stats, it's Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point that have all of these, you know, third-period goals to win the game and both of them come up big for the lightning again in this game. Um, Casey, it looking at that and, and kind of how things went, it, I'm sure that just 
everyone, especially by the third period when when Point scores that goal, take me through how you know Amelie sounded, and then when Cooch scores, like take me walk us through that experience of how excited the fans were and and how at that point lively everybody got. Because I'm sure again with how weird the game was, there were times where it was like. You know, maybe the crowd felt a little bit more silent. Air was thin, um, if you will. <laughs> yes, but but once once Braden Point ties it up in the third period, it, I'm I'm sure that things get going and people start to feel their juices flowing a little bit more. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing: is and and Coach Cooper, I think I mentioned earlier, said that there was a lot of maturity to this game and them really fighting to stay in it. But with every leveling of the score you just saw so much emotion so in that power play goal that Sergachev had you heard him hit the ice with his hand after he scored the goal like the excitement and just the the adrenaline of like okay we're back in this to hear that especially from you know up where where we are was just like you know that he was he needed that he was banking on it and he made it happen he executed there um then when it came to Braden Point Braden Point is sometimes a hard a hard read. It's hard to get a, a clear, concise read on Braden Point sometimes. He's very but that's another one who <laughs> Yes, he is. It's just like he he's very good at just managing his emotions. Um, we've only really seen him get flustered a, a few times, uh, Lightning fans. So what was what was radiating throughout Amelie Arena is that when he tied it up, when he got that when he got that third goal that the team needed, he had this stone cold face on. Uh, the cameras even zoomed in on it, and everybody was talking about it after the fact because it was like he meant business. Like he was upset. Yes. He was not happy with the fact that his team was you know, playing catch up with the senators. Uh, so as soon as he got that, just the face that he had and the zoom in on the camera as he went to greet the team. And like, even when he did greet the team and the guys all huddled up and stuff, the emotion didn't change. It was stone cold. Like he was pissed and he was ready to get his team back in this and, and do whatever it took to get these two points. So I feel like that electrified the fans kind of brought back a little bit more oxygen, but you know, now we're tied back up. Are we going into overtime or is somebody going to get in there and, and get that extra point for this team and then leave it to, to save your Nikita Kucherov, the Ninja. We've talked about him so much, you know, he was really racking up in that assist column. Now he's starting to get on his hot streak of scoring and, when he gets in that rhythm, it's dangerous. That top line is just getting so dangerous game by game. And for Kucherov, it was really a lot of that goes into a hats off for Sergachev. So Sergey not only had a goal, but had an assist, but it was the timeliness of his pass to Nikita Kucherov and the yeah. angle that Kuch just completely shot from was insane. I mean, they could have replayed that seven times throughout the arena and it's great because as fast as that all happened, fans were able to see and, and realize what Sergachev did and how Nikita Kucherov executed. And that was something that really just sent fans in the arena over the top with emotion and um, just cheering on this team and really feeling hopeful. And then it got a little bit better, if you can even imagine, after you know those few big moments there, because... Senators pull their goalie. You've got an extra man on ice for the Sens. And it's Nick Paul and, and Brandon Hagel that have this charge up the ice. Nick Paul actually got 
for a couple seconds. An empty netter that was beautiful to watch. And the next thing that just sent fans over the edge with excitement. Um, the arena was so loud and unfortunately got called back as offside play. But um, and it was kind of clear when you rewatch the, the film. But yeah, a lot of emotions, a lot of holding your breath and then taking that big gaping breath when you get a chance there. Because like I said, Senators open the scoring. So every opportunity until that end, you know, end of the third period, there was the Lightning just leveling the score, just playing catch up and then finally getting ahead. And with that, you know, you see the players that can help stay, stay mentally in the game. And I think because you saw such a mental um, discipline, if you will, with yeah. such a scattered and weird game, you saw that translate throughout the bench. You saw that keep everybody in the game focused saying, you know, as long as there's time on the clock, there's opportunity. And so if there's positive, there's, there are positives to point out in this game, that yes. being one of them. Because we know that these that this is a team that gets into a lot of tight contentions, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, it's that mentality, it's that discipline that carries them through. And to see that early in the season, I say, uh, is a bonus. So a lot of emotions, playing catch-up with a team that we knew was going to apply, um, apply pressure, be physical. They're constantly in their D zone, as we mentioned. Everything that we kind of repaired you Pucks and Bolts fans for happened. But the good news is that the Lightning were able to contain it in, in management. I will say, building off of that, Keely, that um, you know, while they did well with even strength, while special teams wasn't their strong suit last night, um, face-offs kind of fell off for them as well. Mm -mm. And it was kind yeah. of an inopportune moments where they had those slides there. Their face-off percentage as a whole for the night um, was 58%, but it was in mm – -hmm power play face-offs where they were losing out. They were 33% uh, versus Ottawa. And then in the second period, which is where things really started to heat up, if you will, second period, the Lightning only had 36% success in the face-off circle versus Ottawa 64%. Now, majority of their power plays were in the second period. Most of the, the chasing, if you will, was in the second period. That unfortunate five-on-three shorthanded goal, second period. So that's where you see how importantly – those face-offs come in such a timely manner and it was just, it was kind of a rough go for them. Um, so they had the most success in the first period when it came to face-offs, but second and third period, uh, Ottawa took the, took the lead on that percentage, if you will. So we're still seeing those second period issues, maybe just a little different now. Yeah. And hopefully they'll be able to flip that up. <clears throat> yeah. I think that it's one of those things where um, the, the lightning, it, like you said, it was just a weird game. They they were kind of chasing the game, um, but but it's not that they they were playing terribly um, and and chasing the game. Um, just Ottawa had some timely goals, um, and I mean, I guess that's all you can say is that they were timely um, because they didn't have a ton of shots. They didn't have a ton of things going for them. <clears throat> but they did have some timely goals. They were able to get it in on, on Vassy. Um, but Casey, they did pull out the win. And like you said, um, there's definitely a lot of really great things to take away. And it's like what I, what I said at the very beginning, I uh, moving on to the cherry picker segment, uh, they're not my cherry picker, but I do have to give a shout out to the defense as a whole. Do I think that they played fantastic? No, but they played without Victor Hedman and they 
you know, your, your team stayed in it. Um, you, part of the reason that Ottawa didn't take as many shots is probably on them, but part of it is on the defense. And part of it was probably because of the weird game, but the fact that you're able to hold them to just 15 shots, the fact that you're able to pull out the win, <clears throat> that th- those are really good things. Um, and the fact that you're able to do that without Victor Hedman, have to give a shout out to even these young guys on defense that were mentally tough um, and have to give a shout out again, like you said, Casey, to the entire team, the veteran presence, the mental toughness of this whole team. Um, This one's a tough one for me because there's a part of me that wants to give it to Sergi or killer because he's been so hot lately. Um, But I'm going to go with Braden point. Uh, And I know that he didn't score the game winning goal, but the fact that he tied it up and then Casey, what you said is I think the, the straw on the camel's back, which is he was so focused. He was like, I just scored this goal. We're going to go out here and win this thing. Like I'm so focused. I'm so into it. And I think whenever you see a player do that, Braden point is not necessarily a vocal leader on this team. But if you guys remember back to the playoffs last year, when Braden Point got hurt, he stayed on the bench the entire game. Yeah. And that motivated this team. He didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to say, hey, guys, go, you know, I'm hurt. Go play. He just stayed there and he cheered his team on even though he was hurt, even though he couldn't play. He motivates this team in the way that he acts and the way that he goes about his business. He is definitely one of those lead by example kind of guys. And the fact that after he got his goal, it was that like stare down. We're going to continue to fight and win this game. That's why he's my cherry picker for today. I think that's so perfect. Um, Because like I said, I mean, me trying to explain the emotion, the raw emotion on his face, the execution of his play, it doesn't zero justice. Um, And you're right. He just leads by example. He leads by his his passion. His passion just translates so well. And uh, you love to see it. So uh, my cherry picker is actually going to be Mikhail Sergachev. Um, when you it. hear Sergey talk, you know, and he said something that really sat with me after the game last night. Um, he said, as much as I was excited about getting that goal, uh, as much as it felt good when I had a minute after the game to really think about it, you know, we didn't execute, we didn't play that well. And, you know, he trains hard to be the best that he possibly can be. So to just you know, not let that, even though it was a great moment, he's the one who established hope for this team leveling it off in the second. But even though, you know, that was a great moment for him, he didn't let that moment overshadow the fact that there's a lot of work to be done here still. Um, And again, that just kind of touches back to that maturity, that mental discipline. And when you see Sergey start getting on a hot streak there, I mean, it's impressive. It's somebody else who knows how to build on the momentum, build off of good performances. I think that was the second goal of the season here. And so one goal, one assist last night, he had that assist on Nikita Kucherov's perfect goal, which basically sealed the deal for this team to pull off that win. But then, as you mentioned, Kaylee, Victor Hedman not playing and us knowing what he is to this team. And also maybe that could have been some of the issues with the power plate, not really striking up too hot. All that to say that Mikhail Sergeyev had the most time on ice last night out of any lightning player. He was on the ice for 25 minutes and four seconds. 
That's almost two minutes more than Stammer and any other guy that has high ice time. So he really just stepped into a larger role without blinking an eye, and he made it count. Um, that he was asked about how, how it felt to kind of get in on that power play unit. And he said, it's fine. That's kind of what I've been working towards. Um, I'm putting the work in, I'm doing everything that I can to help this team. And he stepped up and helped his team. He got a timely goal. He got a timely assist. He had the most time on us last night with, with Hedman being out. And I just think as a whole, he, he's starting to flourish. And when you're trusted with that kind of responsibility, I think that helps you perform that much higher as well. So I got to give it to Mikhail Sergachev uh, for my cherry picker versus the Ottawa Senators and that narrow 4-3 win that the Bolts pulled off last night.